the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis, Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. Bloodshed in an Oklahoma City bar last night. Three people have been shot and killed. Three more wounded thus far. No reports of any arrest. New polling data showing mixed results for Donald Trump following his indictment by a New York grand jury. A Yahoo News YouGov poll conducted after Trump was indicted last week shows him with a lead over Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, 47% to 39%. It's the latest indication that Republican voters are rallying around Trump even as he becomes the first president in U.S. history to face criminal charges. At the same time, the poll shows that most Americans think Trump should not be allowed to serve a second term if he is convicted of a crime in this case. Greg Clugston reporting. In the meantime, former Arkansas Governor Asa Hutchinson says he is now running for president. This is SRN News. Mark Levin explains the difference between the two parties. The Democrat Party is the party of the bureaucracy, but the party of government. They grow the government, they institute rules to ensure that the people who mostly are hired are Democrats. They contribute to the Democrats. And the Republican Party is not really as much of a cultural or universal force. They go to work, everything will be okay, let's meet them halfway. Mark Levin, weeknights at 8 on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. More Northern Alliance Radio Network with Brad Carlson moments away. But right now, looking at your weather for tonight, low of 32 degrees, partly cloudy skies for the overnight into Monday, partly sunny, high in the mid-40s. Save money these days with the Patriot Half-Off Deals Program. You can save 50% or more on great products and services right here in the Twin Cities. Just visit am1280thepatriot.com and make sure to click on the Half-Off Deals icon, am1280thepatriot.com. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T minus three, two, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan. Here is the closer. Brad Carlson. Hey, I'm Slavity the Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with hour number two of the broadcast. We like to call the closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take your phone call, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in by Twitter. Just use hashtag NARN Show. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for comments or questions. And if you'd like to uh, give us a call, or not give us a call, but check us out on Facebook, do so. Go to Facebook.com, do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. 
And give us a like or a follow if you haven't done so already. I apologize. No live stream of the broadcast today as uh, we are out of the Patriot Bunker and in one of the upstairs uh, studios due to technical difficulties. But uh, hopefully we'll be back in the Patriot Bunker uh, tomorrow. But whatever, uh, we're glad to be with you via any means necessary. So I appreciate you tuning in. And if you're tuning in uh, via the podcast because you couldn't catch us live, well, welcome and thank you for your support as always. Going to spend the duration of the hour uh, obviously talking about the biggest news story from this past week, and that is the Covenant School shooting in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, I I was not aware of this, but uh, I had a, a relative of mine that attended that school back around 2004 to 2008 time frame. A cousin of mine and his family, they live in Brentwood, Tennessee, a suburb of Nashville, and their youngest, uh, a, a boy, he went there from, I think, first through fourth grade. So uh, the shooter, who will, uh, you know, we have a longstanding policy on this on this broadcast, and I know Mitch does too on his show, uh, will not be named. We're not going to name the shooter, not going to identify the shooter, uh, because we don't want to give them any more pub, uh, the publicity they crave. But that shooter was two years older than my cousin's son. So I'm thinking there may have been some overlap by the time, you know, he got to school there. I don't know for sure. I didn't feel the need to ask those sort of prodding questions. I had a cousin that texted me because she, uh, 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 my cousin's wife saw that I was tweeting about it and she follows me on Twitter and, and kind of given me the heads up on that. So just an awful situation all around, but. Obviously, if you've you followed it, you've understood you've understood the official details. A twenty year twenty eight year old turns out was a biological woman identifying as a man. Uh, shot and killed three staff members and three nine year olds before Nashville police, with their very quick, swift, and thorough response, took out the shooter. And as details started to leak out, one of the first details that came out was it was a 28-year-old female shooter. Now, you don't see that very often when you hear of these spree killings. Typically, it's a male shooter. And so a high-profile killing like this, you think, okay, female shooter. And then uh, I later saw on Twitter it was a trans male, so basically a biological female identifying as a man. And I was texting with uh, Peter Johnson of Archway Defense. He's kind of our go-to guy when it comes to security and firearms and what have you. And Peter will be joining us at 2.30. I was kind of texting him and I says, well, you know, if, the, if that's the case, then this this is probably going to go down the memory hole here when it comes to media coverage. Because whenever a, a shooting like this takes place, Literally before the bodies are even cold. You've got gun grabbers, progressive legislators, and me and media all demagoguing this, talking about guns, talking about how the NRA has too much power and they've got politicians in their back pocket, and that's why gun control, any meaningful gun control is being passed. And anybody who cites the NRA these days for being responsible for gun control not getting passed. I immediately dismiss them because the NRA really doesn't have the kind of pull you think it does. 
So I, I, so it's easy for me to, to, to dismiss those people who are coming out with those chanting points. But to my surprise, somehow, someway, the media and their allies and whomever else were more deranged than ever when it came to this shooting. Because it was a trans shooter, somehow, someway, this was still the fault of Republican legislators and the gun lobby and everything else. You know, all of a sudden, we're back to uh, right-wing rhetoric that caused it. Because if you remember that, it was right-wing rhetoric in early 2011 that resulted in Congresswoman Gabby Giffords being mortally wounded outside a Tucson, Arizona coffee shop. And immediately, before any of the facts were ascertained, before any of the dead bodies were even cold, people are saying, "Well, there it is," uh, and it it must have been a uh, it must have been a guy that was whipped up by conservative rhetoric. Oh, look at this! Uh, a map of Gabrielle Gifford's congressional district. There is a crosshair symbol that is put over that uh, by Sarah Palin's political action committee. Sarah Palin's responsible for this, and they gaslight. And the leftist playbook on mass shootings is, is, is as predictable as a Western sunset. Step one, within minutes of the news breaking, exploit the incident by laying blame on an inanimate object, i.e. the gun, the NRA, and Republicans. Step two, if the shooter is non-traditional, i.e. a reliable member of the leftist voting bloc, blame Republican policies for stirring up the gunman's anger. And step three, when the facts of the incident inevitably puncture lefty narratives, deflect attention by moving on to the next outrage, or engage in perpetual gaslighting about the incident. And I say that because, again, some people to this day believe the gunshot wound suffered by the aforementioned Congresswoman Gabrielle Giffords out of Arizona in early 2011 were a direct result of Sarah Palin's pack placing that crosshair symbol on a map of con- Congresswoman Gifford's congressional district. Congresswoman Gifford, she since has left Congress and is now has her own Gifford's pack, you know, gun grabber pack. And while many leftists will shriek, speech is violence, and thus attempt to tie a violent incident to right-wing rhetoric... Funny how they never seem to hold themselves to that same standard, even when a more plausible link can be determined. Remember how just over a month after America's favorite commie grandpa, Senator Bernie Sanders, this would have been May of 2017, you know, a few months after Donald Trump was inaugurated president and the GOP Congress and President Trump were looking to repeal Obamacare. What was it Bernie Sanders was saying? Well, the GOP health care bill would result in millions of Americans dying. And guess what happened about a month later? A deranged Bernie bro who specifically asked a nearby bystander, hey, uh, I see they're warming up for that congressional baseball game that's going to take place sometime. Are those Republicans or Democrats? And the bystander confirmed it was Republicans. The Bernie bro went and shot a bunch of Republicans, including nearly killing Steve Scalise. 
And yet, Bernie Sanders doubled down on his rhetoric about the GOP health care bill going to kill thousands of people two weeks later after the shooting. Now, am I blaming Bernie Sanders for the deranged Bernie bro shooting at uh, Republican members of Congress? Of course not. It's stupid. I blame only the gunman himself, whose name will not be called here. But, again, I'm consistent in that standard, whereas progressives are not. Because any shooting that is directly linked to, or any shooting, I should say, they somehow make a link to right-wing rhetoric. But even when no link can be found, they manage to put forth the mental gymnastics. And by the way, if they did hold themselves to the to that same standard where rhetoric causes the shooting, uh, let's go back to May of last year. Lori Lightfoot, when the uh, when the uh, draft of the Supreme Court decision was leaked on Roe v. Wade that indicated the court was going to overturn it, Lori Lightfoot came out and said, well, to my friends in the LGBTQ plus community, the Supreme Court's coming for us next. This moment has to be a call to arms. We will not surrender our rights without a fight, a fight to victory. Well, it just so happens the state of Tennessee, the legislature there, was taking undertaking a bill that would ban, quote-unquote, gender-affirming care. What, what the left calls gender-affirming care is minors chopping off their body parts to be a different gender. Okay? And Tennessee says that's not a good idea if you're not an adult. And... So as a result, guess what was blamed? Uh, let's uh, see here, uh, Spencer, if we have this ready. This is cut number one. So this is uh, ABC News' Terry Moran after Nashville Police Chief John Drake gave an update on the shooting. This is ABC News' Terry Moran with his own commentary uh, regarding the shooting. This is cut number one. All right, that is Police Chief John Drake of Nashville, who is briefing reporters on the deadly grade school shooting in Nashville at the Covenant School there this morning. Uh, the police confirming uh, six dead, three children, one eight years old, two nine years old, and uh, three adults, including Catherine Kuntz, who is the head of the Covenant School. Uh, the police chief uh, also said uh, that the shooter has been identified as 28-year-old female... <coughs> Hale. Yeah, do you want to call the shooter's name? Yeah. Student of the school and confirmed that Audrey Hale was a identified herself as a transgender person. Uh, State of Tennessee earlier this month passed and the governor signed a bill that banned transgender medical care for minors, as well as uh, a law that prohibited adult entertainment, including male and female impersonators, after a series of drag show controversies in that state. Meaning what? Meaning what? Is that some sort of justification for the shooting? Why, 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 would, why would that be brought up? That seems to be a non sequitur. And literally, not even a couple of hours after the shooting takes place, Terry Moran seems fit to tie, well, this is a transgender uh, person who committed the shooting. Perhaps they were set off by this controversial legislation. I mean, that, that's irresponsible. Why would you throw that out there unless you want to make a connection? 
And what's your connection? If you want to make a connection, what is it? Is it because, well, if Christians weren't so hell-bent on deprying uh, uh, transgender people their rights, this wouldn't have happened? Is, is that the implication here? What, why else would this be brought up? And, and you're going to hear a recurring theme of this. It's, it's all to demonize your political opponents, because typically... Everyone in the mainstream media, particularly these mainstream media outlets like CBS, ABC, and NBC, are all left-wing. And this goes back to the summer of 2012. The uh, I believe it was the um, uh, was a Colorado Springs movie theater, Aurora, Colorado movie theater. Somewhere in Colorado, there was a movie theater where a gunman shot up a bunch of people and killed a bunch of people in a movie theater. And ABC's uh, news guy, uh, Brian Ross, I think his name was, I'll I'll uh, I'll verify that, but he's he uh, named the shooter. The shooter was identified, and he said, "Yeah, there's a uh, uh, such and such uh, a shooter uh, by the name of um, you know I won't I won't call his name, but he's a member of the Aurora, Colorado Tea Party." Okay, what does that have to do with anything? You just Google the shooter's name, which isn't a, and and the name wasn't that uncommon. Okay, was that it was a somewhat common name? So you just Google it, so and so, Aurora, Colorado. Oh, look at that! A member of the Tea Party. That 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 spins a convenient narrative. Turns out it wasn't that guy after all, the member of the Colorado Tea Party. But yet Brian Ross, for whatever reason, well, we know the reason, decide to put forth that non sequitur. And the media has just gotten worse and worse and worse. They're doing this because they think they can shame Republicans into not passing certain legislation that they deem harmful. Instead of looking at the real issue regarding gun violence, and I got to tell you, there's no magic elixir for it. Evil exists. And if you're going to deny evil exists then, sadly, the cycle is going to continue and continue. I hate to say it, but it is. Until you acknowledge that evil exists, this is a spiritual problem. This goes far beyond legislation. But that would certainly uh, uh, not befit their agenda now, would it? So need to take a break. Got more to say about this. And uh, available, take your phone call, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Brad Carlson, the closer, coming back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. Sitting on the front porch, cooling in the shade, singing every song the radio played. Waiting for the Alabama sun to go down to a red dirt girls in a red dirt town, me and Lillian. Salmon fishing in Alaska at an amusement park in Green Bay or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Dr. Gorka here, and I want to talk to you for a minute about the 100% drug-free relief factor. We all deal with aches and pains in our day-to-day lives, and I have had my fair share, including injuries like a detached quad muscle that, I can tell you, fell into the category of really bad pain. But I've been able to manage the pain by taking relief factor. It helps your own body to attack and fight off sources of inflammation, the source of most of our aches and pains, and I've loved it for years. 
is now. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick starter pack for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. I was nine weeks along and didn't know what else to do. I felt helpless and I didn't want to leave it up to her, but I didn't know what to do or say. I didn't know there were other options available. I didn't know it was a baby with a beating heart at 18 days. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard People. So often we get calls just like this from men and women seeking help and alternatives. Our 800 hotline connects callers to the services they need for pregnancy, adoption, as well as post-abortion assistance. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of confidential counseling or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out on the web, Pro-Life ProLifeAcrossAmerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is educational, non-political, and tax deductible. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. If it was 1990, you'd be listening to your favorite radio station on a bulky boom box that burns through D batteries faster than you can say, you've got mail. Thankfully, it's the 21st century, and there are much better alternatives. For example, just ask Alexa to tune in. Alexa, play the Patriot Minneapolis. It's time to throw out that old beeper and get with the times. Listen to your favorite AM 1280 to Patriot hosts in high quality with Alexa and Amazon Echo. You listen every day. I never miss it. So now it's time for you to join the conversation. Who, me? Like AM 1280 The Patriot on Facebook and share your thoughts with like-minded conservatives. You can also enter to win prizes, learn about upcoming events, and more. Hey, welcome back. AM 1280 The Patriot. Whoa. Oh. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. 651-289-4488. That's the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag Narn Show. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Continuing with comments or questions. Uh, and as always, we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, continuing to talk about the uh, Nashville Covenant School shooting. Uh Again, urban progressive privilege, as Mitch Berg uh, cited and uh, created a phrase for it a few years ago. Brilliant, by the way. Uh, it's real, y'all. I mean, can you imagine some of the uh, the rhetoric that was put forth by progs over the past couple years in this transgender debate? I mean, you know, Lori Lightfoot basically saying, you know, we will not surrender our rights without a fight, a fight to victory. You know, the Supreme Court's coming for the LGBTQ community next. You know, no way would that rhetoric be allowed to stand or without scrutiny. And yet the left is never held to the same standard. You know, in fact, somehow this this person that committed the shooting is made into be a sympathetic character and how the trans community is re- receiving threats as a result. It's, it's very it's a very tidy little package. When you think about it, the gunman is evil incarnate and deserves to burn in hell for 
eternity. But if it's someone that falls within their political ideals, i.e. transgender, oh, their heart goes out to them. Boy, they must have must have had a hard life. Can you imagine if any conservative outlets would have said the same about the gunman who shot up that church in South Carolina, who specifically targeted a church because there was black people there? And someone talked about that young man as coming from a very difficult life, a broken home, and we, we feel sympathy for him that he was so far gone that he felt the need to commit these atrocities. Could you imagine if someone talked about that person in that perspective? I if, there, there, there would be outrage for days on end. And again, I don't hold the transgender community responsible for this person's actions. And if the and if trans people are being harassed and threatened because of this person's actions, that's despicable. It's despicable, and shouldn't be happening. We can have a debate over this issue, but again, the debate centers around minors. No one's talking about preventing adults from engaging in this stuff. It centers around minors. I mean, why are you so hell bent on providing shelter for kids? to make such a life change, a literal life-changing, life-altering decision. But yet you blew a gasket when a court ruled this past week that in Minnesota, a legal adult ages 18 to 20 can actually purchase a gun where they were prohibited from doing so beforehand. It's just, just a disconnect there. So whenever they ask, we need to do something, anything, we need to do something, and a suggestion's like, well, you know what? Covenant School was a soft target. And I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna kind of get these out of order, Spencer. So let's start with cut number three. Uh, Nashville Police Chief John Drake uh, made a reference, a very interesting reference to the shooter's manifesto. This is cut number three. It was the only school that was targeted. Uh, there was another location that was mentioned, uh, but because of a, a threat assessment by the suspect, uh, too much security, they decided not to in that area. They decided not to go after an area with too much security. But the school did not have, the Covenant School did not have an armed resource officer. And Peter Johnson, he's going to come on next segment. He's going to tell you all all about how that is the best inhibitor to a spree killing. So when Dems shriek, we need to do something, do something, do something, uh, Representative Jamal Bowman, Congressman out of, Democrat Congressman out of New York, and Representative Thomas Massey, Republican Congressman out of Kentucky, uh, they kind of had a head-to-head a little bit because they say, do something, do something, do something. And Representative Massey says, well, if we have an armed resource officer in schools, um, that could certainly be an inhibitor. And, uh, well, cut number two will tell you, this will give you an indication of what Representative Bowman thought about that. Talking about gun violence. In a school that allows teachers to carry. Carry would guns? You, you think would you, would more you guns lead to more death? More guns lead to more death. Look at the data. Wrong. You're not looking at any data. No, you're, 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 you aren't you're either. carrying the water for the gun lobby. No, no. Look at the data. More guns lead to more deaths. Cite your source. Schools that have open carry laws have more death. Wrong. States that have open carry laws. Wrong. Wrong. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Yeah, calm down. That, that's a, what, calm down. Children are dying. I know, 
Nine-year-old children. Because the solution is not arming teachers. Have you ever worked in the school? 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 It's a yes or no question. Have you ever worked in the school? You will not answer my question. Don't stop and talk to me. Okay, I'll bring it down enough. All right. Have you ever worked in the school? I worked in the school for 20 years. I was a teacher. I was speaking before you came and interrupted me. I worked in the school for 20 years. Okay, so we'll stop it right there. Uh, the the best inhibitor to uh, a spree killing is where the shooter believes that there might be some resistance, and then they'll avoid it altogether. They carefully pa- plan and calculate those. You, you, you just heard the Nashville police chief say as much, that the shooter was thinking of going to a different location, but after a threat assessment says, no, there's too much security there. And it's a straw man because people, because when you suggest, hey, Teachers who have a legal right to carry a firearm, and if they so desire, should be allowed to exercise their constitutional rights. And he says more guns leads to more violence. That's that's complete bullpucky. The app, the opposite is true, but he never cites a source. If there's an armed resource officer at Covenant School, this probably doesn't happen. Now, again, I don't want to sound like I'm pigpiling upon Nashville Covenant School. Not at all. After the tragedy that has taken place there. But he's talking about looking at data. Well, look at your own data, Congressman Bowman. Congressman Massey was trying very clearly to say that schools where there is known to be an armed resource officer, the percentage of schools where there is a shooting as opposed to where isn't, the, the difference is dramatic from where there's a resource officer, armed resource officer, and where there isn't. So Peter Johnson, who's going to join us the next segment, he's probably going to have some more uh, numbers on that but again if you believe evil exists then you know that no legislation you put forth to get guns where there's like close to half a billion guns in this country that's not realistic so if you're not going to be able to get all the guns what is your next priority what should it be well if someone's going to own a gun shouldn't you ensure that it's in the right hands because it's an instrument a lot more to talk about this, obviously, the next couple of segments. Peter Johnson, founder of Archway Defense, coming up next. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Give us a call, 651-289-4488. Back in a few. I feel so tense and worried all the time. Is this anxiety? Mental Health Minnesota is here to help seven days a week with resources, peer support, online screenings, connections to treatment and crisis services. It's anonymous, confidential, and free of charge. Whether you're living with a mental health condition, are concerned about someone you love, or could use some support, Mental Health Minnesota is here for you. MentalHealthMN.org. Sponsored by Mental Health Minnesota, the Minnesota Broadcasters Association, and this station. I appeal to you to fight i fully recognize not everyone has a fighting nature but everyone can help fighters what's wrong is not to do either if the troops have no supplies the troops are worthless this station is a fighter so there's a very simple way for you to help this station and that is just patronize their sponsors help us continue to keep the twin cities right by supporting the local businesses you hear on this station Heart failure, carpal tunnel syndrome, shortness of breath. 
stomach issues, lower back pain? How does it all add up? If you have heart failure and any of those seemingly unrelated symptoms sound familiar, it's time to talk with your cardiologist and get the full picture. They may add up to transthyretin amyloid cardiomyopathy. ATTRCM is a rare and underdiagnosed disease. Recognize the signs and discuss them with your doctor soon. Learn more at connectwithyourheart.com. That's connectwithyourheart.com. Sponsored by Pfizer. For 30 years, Robbinsdale Women's Center, known as RWC, is the first step for women facing unplanned or unwanted pregnancies. The majority of women they serve are seeking or considering abortion, but through their free services, including an ultrasound and parenting program, women are empowered to choose life for their babies. Last year, 279 moms gave life to their babies thanks to support they received from Robbinsdale Women's Center. That's 279 children born, enough to fill nearly six school buses. You can make a huge difference in these women's lives. By giving to RWC. Your gift will bring hope and life. Robbinsdale Women's Center needs your help so more women can have the opportunity and support to choose life. For more information on RWC's life affirming work or to donate, go to rwcinfo.org. RWCinfo.org. Robbinsdale Women's Center. Saving lives, changing lives since 1992. Make a difference today at rwcinfo.org. That's rwcinfo.org. Over 50,000 police officers are assaulted each year, leading to injuries and death. They know that if someone doesn't lawfully comply or resists, force may have to be used to obtain compliance. Nobody likes it, especially police. Help police by not escalating. Don't attack or try to disarm an officer. Don't argue, resist, or flee. After the encounter has been resolved is the time to address any complaints. Comply now. Complain later. Keep everybody safe. This message brought to you by the National Police Association. Learn more at nationalpolice.org. Hey, welcome back. AM 12 the Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Haven't seen you in a 651-289-4488. That is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter. It's hashtag Narn Show. Hashtag N-A-R-N Show for comments or questions. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, continuing our discussion about the Nashville Covenant School shooting and its aftermath. Uh, again, I was um, uh, talking with uh, Peter Johnson, friend of mine, a founder of Archway Defense, and he joins us uh, via phone right now. I was talking with him a little bit uh, when this uh, incident was happening and we started to get more details. And I had surmised that the media coverage of this would probably go down the memory hole because the shooter was someone uh, that uh, is sympathetic uh, to their cause and to their politics, and it's been the exact opposite. They have used this uh, somehow, some way, to turn the shooter into a victim, a sympathetic character, which they never do with a with a gunman. So, uh, and they always demonize the gun lobby and Republicans, which they managed to do here. But yet, uh, somehow, some way, uh, the shooter is the uh, real victim here, taking away from what was the true innocence and the true loss of life the three nine-year-old students, as well as the uh, three staff members. Uh, Peter, always good to have you on the broadcast, sir. I know you couldn't join us live today, but uh, appreciate you uh, joining us by phone. How are you today, man? Not bad. As always, thank you for having me. Well, uh, again, I, it's always good to get together with you, man, like I say, and just uh, sit down and talk about life and whatnot. But it seems like a lot of these phone calls where I want you to, <laughs> want you to get together, it's always uh, to talk about issues like this. Um 
you know, I think it's worth recounting a lot of what, what's going on, you know, Nashville Covenant School. I played a clip from the Nashville police chief, John Drake, and one of the sh- things he cited in the shooter's manifesto is there was one other target that the shooter was considering, but because of a heavy security presence, they chose not to. So uh, that kind of underscores what you say a lot, Peter Johnson. These soft targets are ones they're going to go after in any place where there's resistance. They're going to avoid yeah, unfortunately, we've seen this with so many attacks, even uh, internationally with the Paris terrorist attacks, where they purposely targeted uh, locations that they believed would have a higher chance of success, just as the attacker, this woman did in uh, Nashville. She was scouting out multiple locations and unfortunately chose the one that was seemed the least protected. So uh, when you would... Uh... Uh, do you know anything about this Covenant School? It's a, it's a it's a private enterprise. Do they can they decide on their own whether or not to have an armed resource officer, or is that a state purview? I mean, what do you know about this jurisdiction's laws, Peter Johnson? So I'm not familiar with the state. It's pretty rare for state assets to uh, to fund private school armed security or uh, SROs, as we know them, school resource officers. Sure. So the, it, the higher probability would be it would be on they're, they would have to have a funding mechanism within the private school to have that. They could, uh, I know they can contract it out to off-duty law enforcement or hire uh, direct armed security. This, uh, this particular one, I know I've been talking a little bit about how somehow, some way, uh, they turn the, the, the shooter into a, uh, into a sympathetic character. Or at least they've tried to. I don't know how many people are actually... Uh, buying it here, but we hear a lot about these shooters in the aftermath, and not surprisingly, a lot of them are found to be uh, mentally disturbed, and therefore there was questions of how did they get their hands uh, on a gun. Uh, We hear about these laws that are passed all the time, Peter Johnson, whether it's red flag laws or uh, gun violence restraining orders or whatever else, uh, it seems to me that more laws are not the solution because didn't Tennessee already have a red flag law? Am I mistaken in that? I believe they have some uh, emergency protection order or extreme protection order uh, mechanism there. But the the piece of this is the, the, the attacker, this woman, bought her guns legally, but there's a question. I'm trying to confirm it. There's a question if there was a... Um, a chance that she should not have been able to buy them. And this goes into, again, we've heard this multiple times, if this does flesh out to become true, that people with known uh, mental health issues or known criminal issues, if you remember, I believe there's a attack in Texas where the individual had a conviction for domestic assault, which stops you from being able to buy a gun, and it was simply the government didn't update a database. Yep which allowed him to go into a gun shop and buy buy a firearm, even though he was prohibited. So if that does happen, I, I haven't been able to confirm it. I, as you know, we all, we always want to try to get the facts, but it looks like there might be a mental health clause that could have stopped her from purchasing. But again, trying to confirm that right now. You know, we, we've been hearing a lot of debate about the, the transgender issue, and you can, and if you desire, Peter, you can comment it. You don't have to necessarily. But the fact is that with the transgender debate, a lot of people cite that this is a mental health and mental uh, illness issue, so to speak, that uh, these people that want to transition are offering, offer, often suffering 
for mental health issues. And I think uh, there are in the aftermath of this, um, unfortunately, you get some people who claim to be Second Amendment advocates. And again, this is my personal belief. You can convey yours uh, if you so desire. Uh, I don't know that we should be uh, we should consider depriving transgender people of their civil liberties. You know, it seems to me that people are very quick to say, well, these adult people who transition, they have some sort of mental health. Oh, it's mental health issues. They shouldn't be allowed to buy a gun. I think it probably needs to be a little bit more severe trauma than just wanting to transition. What are your thoughts on that, Peter Johnson? So the, as I believe intrinsically that the reasonable means of self-defense is a human right that transcends any political affiliation or government for that matter because if you don't have the right to defend yourself from unjust attackers um i I think that's a road down totalitarianism authoritarianism etc so i don't side with that now uh on the the piece of mental health if there is a diagnosis of uh individuals under the care of mental health for psychosis or some other um known mental health issue medicated etc then there that's a point where i think we can have a discussion however generally you want to lean on the side of the duty of uh proof should be on the state opposed to taking away the rights and then petitioning to get your rights back i i don't like that slope because it can be weaponized as we've seen with the doj anything can be weaponized against a political party if they choose I don't know if you saw this, but there was uh, video footage in the uh, halls of Congress where uh, New York uh, Congress uh, Congressman Jamal Bowman, a Democrat, and Representative Thomas Massey, a Republican congressman out of Kentucky, they were having a kind of a nose-to-nose discussion where because Representative Massey believes that had there been an armed resource officer uh, in the Covenant School that this would have inhibited this attack and then maybe teachers who are have a permit to carry, a legal permit to carry, and have passed the all the background checks, should be able to arm themselves, conceal their firearms in school if they so desire. And, of course, that just sets off the left. You know, more guns leads to more violence. Uh, more guns leads to more violence. Uh, statistically, Peter, do you happen to know of the jurisdictions that allow teachers to arm themselves if, indeed, they do have a legal permit to carry? Uh, what the fatalities are or the uh, gun violence that takes place as opposed to, say, schools that are, quote-unquote, soft targets? Because I, I, I have a suspicion it's probably the exact opposite of what uh, Representative Bowman is asserting. Yeah, to my knowledge, and, you know, we, we work in this field a bit, to my knowledge, I've not been able to find one case of a school that had armed teachers um, that had an active shooting. So if any of your listeners could knows of one i would be impressed to uh to hear it but in our research we haven't found one one school that has ever had an active shooter where the teachers were allowed to carry not forced to carry because that's what the conversation always goes to is forcing teachers to carry guns yeah you know, strong the teachers the, yeah giving teachers the ability should they wish to carry a firearm uh in the school and then access training i will say the state of minnesota i don't know if uh i told you this quite a few years back i was asked to come up to the capitol and help draft um, a bill to allow teachers in the state of minnesota if they wished a a path road to get licensed to carry in a school and we went through 
uh, enhanced training standards, et cetera, for the, the teachers should they wish to do it. And sure. it was shot down incredibly quick by uh, the regulars, if you will, on the Minnesota Capitol. I think, yeah, isn't there isn't there a law now in Minnesota where if you get permission from the superintendent of your district that you could be allowed to carry? Do you know, are you familiar with that? That seems to me that's how it is now. I, I, yeah, I believe that one was um, for that came out through the permits carry. I think that was a clause within the permits carry okay. law that came out. Now this, and I don't know if that's. Uh, I think that's only for private, though. I don't know if that's for public, also. Really? Okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm aware of um, the head of schools private being able to, but I'm not. I can't speak with absolute certainty that public can also do it. But the danger is, you would the if it's a, based on the superintendent's permission, we could see the politicalization of that position, where instead the individual teacher should be able to to make that decision for themselves. Yeah, I, I guess, and this and this boils down to, and I know, Peter, this is kind of a recurring theme that you talk about whenever you're on this broadcast, is this This is not a, there. there is no magic elixir that is going to prevent these shootings. Well, number one, we've seen this firsthand because there have been laws in place in a lot of these states uh, where shootings have taken place that they weren't executed properly. I mean, how many times have we heard, well, the shooter was on uh, this uh, law enforcement jurisdiction's radar or that law enforcement jurisdiction's radar or another state that has red flag laws. And it's like, okay, the whole purpose of having a red flag law is to prevent someone like this getting a gun, but then they're not executed. And it's like, I, I don't understand this philosophy that if there are laws on the books already and you're not executing these laws, what are more laws going to do? So that being said, something you like to emphasize, and I agree with you 100%, is evil exists. And unless you're willing to confront it, i.e. by the, uh, for lack of a better phrase, good guy with a gun, you know, some the getting the instrument into the hands of the right people, sadly these things are going to occur. I mean, do you have any kind of homespun philosophy? Why people are so hell-bent on acknowledging that there is evil that exists, Peter Johnson? I mean, that it, it seems to be very prevalent. It, and it is. Uh, I've I brought up this term, evil is real, and we will, I'll keep saying it until <laughs> until the day I pass, because it is. If we don't believe that e- evil is real, and if we can't have a discussion with, um, regardless of the political party, that slaughtering kids at a grade school I'm going to call that evil. I'm going to call that pure evil. Innocent kids getting killed at a school is pure evil. And if we can't agree that that's evil, and it comes into uh, the the objection I've heard from it was more it, most people in the moral relativism. It's my truth. It's my mm-hmm. life experience. It's my journey. And you're like, well, to an extent, that stops as soon as we can't articulate a very blatant act of slaughtering innocent kids, whether it's at Newtown or or Nashville, which just happened, if we can't all agree from a fundamental level that that is pure evil to kill innocent kids who are trying to learn and grow, that's where the discussion, uh, there, there's really no common ground to have because no matter what we discuss or no matter what we debate, we're, the concept Ayn Rand says you have no obligation to uh, – debate plumbing with somebody who doesn't believe in pipes Mm -hmm. and this is kind of that 
concept. I think a lot of it comes from the moral relativism of don't judge. It's their truth. It's, um, it's just a human experience. It's all part of the human experience, which fundamentally we have to disagree with when it comes down to acts of violence against the innocent. So to your point, yes, evil is real. And unfortunately, some people just will choose not to believe it. Once again, we are joined by Peter Johnson, founder of Archway Defense. Check out their website, archwaydefense.com. You can also look on all the socials, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, to find out more about their organization. Peter, we only have about a minute or so left in this segment. I want to give you an opportunity. Uh, if organizations, you know, they see this, whether it's churches or private schools, and they feel like they fit into that category of a quote-unquote soft target and may look to at ways of you know, having protection, i.e. via a resource officer. What's the best methodology that they could utilize in order to, I don't know, maybe get the ball rolling on that process? So uh, feel free to reach out to us at archwaydefense.com or any of the social media. But the the first step is have a stakeholder meeting with whoever uh, is in charge. Start with the physical security and then acknowledge the fact that if an attacker gets into your facility, the only thing that stops it is professional violence directed at an unjust attacker. Historically, and through self-termination, if the attacker self-terminates, it's because they're fearing professional violence being directed. Right. Historically, we can back that, unfortunately, with enough data. So work the physical barriers, but get the buy-in from admin. And if you need help, please reach out to us. Or there's a lot of good companies around the country that are doing this. Peter Johnson of Archway Defense. Again, archwaydefense.com, your one-stop shop for everything about their fine organization. Uh, Peter, as always, I appreciate your valued contribution to this broadcast. Have a great rest of your day, and uh, let's catch up soon. All right, man? Yes, sir. As always, thank you for having me. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. One final segment on the broadcast coming up. Go nowhere. AM 1280, The Patriot. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the sculpture garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon, we're where you are. Stream AM 1280, The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Tens of thousands affected by the toxic water at Camp Lejeune are left with death, cancer, Parkinson's, dementia, birth defects, and other serious illnesses. And along with the harm, so many worries. My family drank the Camp Lejeune water. What if our health gets worse and we need more financial help? How do I protect my VA benefits and get the compensation I deserve and need? The answer is simple. Call James Harris Law, the experienced, trusted law firm that can get you significant compensation while protecting all your VA benefits. We're already fighting for hundreds of Marines, families, and civilians who drank Camp Lejeune water. But if you miss the deadline, you could forever lose your right to the justice you deserve. So call our Camp Lejeune legal helpline now. Now may be your last chance to receive full compensation. Don't delay. Call 800-320-7171. 800-320-7171. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. 
the best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-260-1792. 800-260-1792. That's 800-260-1792. Dad, guess what? What? You are going to be a grandfather. That's great. Not too long ago, moments like this with my daughter would have been a challenge. It was a long road for me to find myself again after Vietnam. It was my neighbor Jim, another Vietnam veteran, who finally convinced me that I could still connect with my family and find that fulfilling life I'd lost. And I went for help down at the VA. If I can take that first step after almost 50 years, I know other veterans can too. Visit maketheconnection.net to find out more. Join the Patriot Freedom Fan Club for prizes, contests, quizzes, and more. Plus, get exclusive access to pre-sale tickets to events. It's free to join. So visit am1280thepatriot.com today. Hey, welcome back. AM1280, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. One final segment of the broadcast. It's going to be a short segment. Hey, uh, before I get to it, just one uh, programming note. Yeah, I am going to have a broadcast a week from today. It's going to be Easter Sunday. However, it will be a pre-recorded broadcast. So I won't be available to take any uh, phone calls, but we are going to have some original programming next Sunday. So we definitely hope you tune in. Uh, I did want to wrap up with conservative commentator Eric Erickson, uh, evangelical Christian. Uh, I thought that he summed this up well uh, regarding, you know, kind of a little bit about what we're talking about, that evil is real. And unless we acknowledge that, we're just going to continue to go forward with these delusions of grandeur that political legislation is going to be some sort of magic elixir. And the only reason that this magic elixir isn't taking place is these evil Republicans in the pockets of the NRA is uh, uh, not allowing it to happen. Uh, And I'll just read again an excerpt from his Substack post this past week. Uh, The shooter goes all beyond... uh, The shooter goes all beyond this. Uh, She went back to the school of her youth to murder innocent Christian children and those who cared for them. It was evil. Evil is not generated by God or caused by God. Evil is the absence of God. A society that has driven God out of its conversations, thoughts, and institutions is a society that must deal more and more with evil in the godless vacuum of moral relativism. It is in that vacuum of relativism that society begins its war on truth and its embrace of evil. Archbishop Chaput once noted that evil preaches tolerance until it is dominant, and then it seeks to silence good. We see that more and more. That evil exists in a society that drives God out, who in turn hands men and women over to their own depravities. Plenty of scoffers are scoffing at Christian children in a Christian school tied to a conservative Christian denomination being murdered. Where is your God, they ask. 
Uh, someone by the name of David Pakman put out a snarky tweet. And again, this is one of these other trends I hate with an ironclad passion is in the aftermath of these tragedies, we seek to put out hot takes that own the other political side. And this David Pakman was no different. Very surprising there would be a mass shooting in a Christian school, given that lack of prayer is often blamed for these horrible events. Is it possible they weren't praying enough or correctly, despite being a Christian school? Uh, Eric Erickson's uh, reply, the response must be that he is off the cross and out of the grave and will return. The God of all creation himself did not skate past the evil of this world. Instead, he condescended to be born of a virgin, grown to an adult, and saw the world torture him, beat him, nail him to a cross, crucify him, and kill him. Evil is the absence of God, and God gave himself no pass for evil's impact. If he gave himself no pass from it, we could not and should not expect to be given a pass ourselves. He weeps for even as he welcomes us, or he weeps for even as he welcomes home those murdered six. Our society, regardless of uh, politics or ideology, will never find a political solution to spiritual problems. Our leaders, when when we all believed in God, could remind us of him and of his importance. Now, instead, they scream for their preferred political solutions, no matter how divisive, and all sides pick sides. The media does, too. And, of course, you had an NBC guy come out and say, hey, the Nashville, uh, or NBC has ID'd the Nashville school shooter, uh, who identifies as transgender and has no previous criminal record. Hey, you know what? Nashville's home to the Daily Wire, hub of anti-trans activity by Matt Walsh, Ben Shapiro, and Michael Knowles. So, once again... Media casting aspersions and just putting it out there, complete non sequitur, except to demonize their political opposites. Folks, as always, thanks for tuning in. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Godspeed, my friends. Have a blessed week. Dennis Prager from Athanasium, the Math Learning Center. As you know, I prefer clarity to agreement. Being able to understand math is often key to achieving clarity. But with 6 out of 10 high schoolers not being proficient at math, students could be at a great disadvantage. Mathnasium helps students reach their potential to understand and even enjoy math, whether they're starting out far behind or already doing well. Using a customized one-on-one approach, Mathnasium educates and inspires students, helping them develop number sense. Math fluency and confidence that equips them for success in school and for the rest of their lives. Mathnasium also provides homework help so students can better understand and finish it successfully on their own, freeing you up to focus on other aspects of parenting. Give your child a life-changing math learning experience. Contact one of the Mathnasium centers listed on the Patriots advertiser page at am1280thepatriot.com and receive $50 off your enrollment. Mathnasium changing lives through math. Jesus Christ is the Son of God, the Savior of the world. How do we know this? He rose from the grave the third day, just as God has said through the prophets. Hi, friends. I'm Mark Henry, pastor of Revive Church in Brooklyn Park. Let's celebrate Jesus together this Easter. God has a plan for you, a freedom, hope, and life in Christ. The Bible says he who has the Son has life. He who does not have the Son of God does not have life. Don't miss the celebration Easter weekend at Revive Church, Saturday night, 4 p.m., and Sunday morning, 9 and 11 a.m. Find us at revivebrooklynpark.org. When you get nachos, tacos, empanadas, spicy queso with jalapenos, Pepto-Bismol's there. Pepto-Bismol provides fast, effective relief from nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, and diarrhea. All the things that can happen unexpectedly on vacation. So before you travel, pack the Pepto. 
Pepto-Bismol. When you have nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, diarrhea. Use as directed. Keep out of reach of children. I always wanted to learn Spanish, but I never thought I'd have the time. Then I discovered Babbel. Babbel's lessons are fun. They only take like 10 or 15 minutes, and in three weeks, resto, you're starting to speak another language, like magic. I love that Babbel's lessons aren't just robots talking. They're voiced by native speakers, so you get the pronunciation just right. If you want to learn a language, there's no faster, easier, better way than Babbel. 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 Go to Babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280 The Patriot. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.